listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One on One. We finally realized that, yeah, it was the band Spare Change and the conversation Spare Change that took me down Grandma, Grandma, Grandma. We figured it out. Grandma's Road. That's how I got down that road. Uh, speaking of spare change, Rico, we now have some, 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 something to share. We do. The we, concert's next Wednesday. Yes, it is. So, for anybody wondering why we're talking about spare change, uh-huh. uh, Aloe and Mill, Aloe Communications and the Mill Coffee are pleased to announce the return of the Much Love Summer Concert Series in Lincoln's Telegraph District, the Live at Telegraph Series, uh, 6 to 9, every Wednesday beginning June 1st, running through August 3rd. So this next one, uh, you can get food and drinks available at 5, courtesy of the mill. Dogs are allowed. Dogs are allowed. Parking will be in the Aloe parking lot. This Wednesday's entertainment is Spare Change. Who is Spare Change, you may ask? Here you go. We have to offer. Uh, here we go. Tommy Two Toes. Have we dialed 402-867? Have we dialed added put 42, 42 in 402 in front of it? I don't think so. Hmm. Brian Adams. Okay. In my lane. Is that the deep or the, or outfield? I have no. I couldn't tell you. I don't. Well, it's either outfield the deep or the deep, and the song is outfield. I think it's, the band is outfield, and the song is the, the deep. deep. Nice note, Rico. Thank Good. you. I can hit things sometimes. I, I could. Look at that. Okay, so do you do the dance when you hear this? Kind of have to. Yeah, we kind of. It's kind of necessary. I don't know who's screaming. I think somebody in the band. <laughs> One of the guys is playing a violin, and it's like a really fancy-looking violin. Yeah. I'm all for any band that has an electric violin. Like, look, I think it's awesome. It's like green. It's like a triangle. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. You're going to have to beep this button. Remember, he's because he, he says a word. Hmm? Well, he said a word. So he, Does he? <laughs> he says Fitch. <laughs> it's close. Uh, that was a little Jackson Five. They're doing a little dance, so, so not they don't just but, but they're they not just a do, cover band. But they have to do the re- the actual Jackson Five dance. I hope they do. It kind of, they're they're kind of they're not hitting like the whole see, arms because they're see, playing. So their arms inside, yeah, right? well they're playing instruments. And then you hit it. You know. One of the guys is kind of doing it. Okay, so I'll be mad. Guy. I'll be mad if they if, like if I go to this thing and they don't do the steps. I'm gonna be mad. It's the violin guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, see, they hit a little bit of everything. Okay. So now you know what to expect. What age group? This is kind of how this works, right? Right. The Brooklyn '99 scene with that song is amazing. You're absolutely right. Yes, Adam, you are absolutely <laughs> right. That is spectacular. He's just, woo! Oh, that was oh. exhilarating. That's the one. That's is the that, one they is, killed is, my brother. Is, is that? <laughs> oh, I forgot we were doing that. Is that show underrated? 
extremely underrated. Right? Like, I, I'm not sure the comedy's better on any show. It's so great. It's so great. Like, each character. Andy Samberg just hits it every time. I, it, it just, it's. They, 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 it's perfect. It's perfect. Just all of them. It's perfect. And I'd love, so, um, oh. And the, the women two. of Brooklyn Nine, and look, I. Rosa Diaz. I would, I would. The fact that she boy. does, like, the fact that she doesn't sound like that in real life. Right. And she's actually super bubbly yeah. in real life. Just throws everything off. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a great show. It's a great show. Like, she's, she's in, was it the new West Side Story? Yeah. And she's singing. Slightly and I'm like, surprised. Wait a minute. Right, right. Like, what happened here? Like, you're the, that's you're Rose Diaz. I, I you're know. a badass. You I, set fires for fun. Yeah. What is happening? I didn't know, and now you make me love you. So crazy. Yeah. So th- th- if you're gonna go to the event, that's what you. That's kind of what you'll get um, along the way. So good stuff. Um, <laughs> there are football camps and stuff going on. Mark sending us notes. Is he? On the Husker football camps. Ooh, fun. So they've got them for the next couple of weeks uh, at the stadium. Um, open to the fans. So you can go down and watch some of these seven-on-seven camps, uh, lineman camps, the Friday Night Lights, all that stuff. So here's all the stuff you need. So they're sending that out. So, Very nice. Um, it is a big day in collegiate sports. Yes. It's a big day. And, 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 and – Correct me if I'm – so the track finals are this weekend? I believe weekend? so. Or next I think week? it's – let me look it up real quick. Or I could have swore week. it was this weekend. No, it's definitely next weekend. Oh, but they take a week off because they had uh, regionals or whatever uh, last weekend. So they take a week off, and then they go up to Eugene um, for nationals. Well, uh, Axelina uh, qualified. Yes. Uh, she was second in the regional. Uh, so now she goes to the NCAA championships uh, with a shot to uh, to win uh, in shot put, and they've got company. So, so Darren Ruff, I believe, is also going to nationals. Mm-hmm. A couple of other throwers Darius are going. Yeah, yeah um, going to the to to the nationals. Yeah, so the nationals June eighth, so next Wednesday through next Saturday in Eugene, Oregon. Um, but this is a big weekend for 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 college sports because. College Baseball World Series and the College Softball World Series. Softball World Series is, and it's, this is the, this this is the is, championship weekend. This is weekend. the World Series down in Oklahoma City. This is World Series weekend. Home and, of USA Softball. <laughs> yes. Today, loser's bracket. So two teams will go home today. Uh, first up, number five, UCLA versus number nine, Northwestern. Mm. Pitcher's duel. Yeah. Pitcher's duel. There's a lot there were a lot of runs scored in the early games yesterday. The final game of the day was more of a pitcher's duel, but this one is definitely going to be a pitcher's duel with Northwestern UCLA going up against each other. Wouldn't it be kind of awesome if it was like ten to nine? I mean it'd be fantastic. <laughs> I am all for all the I I am all for more action. If it was ten to nine, I would be perfectly. Fine. Although I'm not, I'm not mad at stri- like strikeouts. Spe- look, I know we're not talking about them, but Oklahoma State's pitcher, her pitches know where the bat is because I swear, <laughs> I swear to you, when those batters swing, they are right on, and then the ball's just like nope, it just goes up, it just goes down, just can barely I, avoids. Can I ask the question? Is there any substance? Being used in softball for pitchers, like they, like it happens. In it baseball. doesn't seem like it. 
I don't like, think so. Like you would think, you would think that it would, it would at some point. I feel like that would mess. Over? You, I feel like that would mess you up. I don't know. I don't know, but because the release the point is different. But watching the movement, see, like it the release seems, point from when you like how you let your hand go, the way that they, it's kind of like you flick your wrist up as opposed to throwing it. So you would think it might get stuck and it would go too high. I don't know. I, I don't, don't actually know. know how any of that works. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, seriously, I I was watching them throw. Oh, it was Texas. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to put that on them, but that's who I was watching. And late ball movement requires resistance. Like, it's the seams against air. Mm-hmm. And then, well, the seams how, are a little bit higher on a softball than right, on a baseball, which means so. the movement should be greater. Which it is. That's why you get the, that's how you get the rise ball and the 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 drop ball and how it just moves so, differently. So I'm curious as to whether that's actually a thing in softball. Now, some of you softball coaches and softball dads, maybe you can answer the question. I don't for think it. so. The like, one, is that a the one thing that like, are you issue ever concerned with, about what's on the towel or what's on the rosin bag that they because so. each each pitcher has their own. Well, so some of them don't even use rosin bags. There's some that have different different strategies on how towel. they do it. There's one that I don't remember what school it was, but Rachel was saying it was just annoying because she had the same the same routine every time where she would get the ball back, go to the back of the circle, rub the dirt three times, hmm. get up, spin the ball four times, down her leg, up in the glove, down her leg, up in the glove. She did that three times, and then she would get set every time. What so in there a rule about where the pitcher can engage with the ball? So they have to go to the back of the circle. I could not tell you. Yeah, there's like there's there's all sorts of different rules. There's different about things that engagement go on. and where they could catch the ball and how they could engage and where the ball has to be when they tow the rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, the disengagement or the connection to the rubber as they pitch and mm-hmm. throw, you can't leave the ground in full. That's the one thing that is a big issue for pitchers. Like that, that, you, you can disengage very, and launch, but you cannot leave the ground. It's very you have to have a foot the calls the are very inconsistent. Yeah, you have to keep a foot on the ground, drag your toe. Mm-hmm. But the calls apparently have been so inconsistent throughout the years that some people are calling for them to just get rid of the rule. Some professional softball players, obviously some collegiate softball players, coaches, are calling for them to just get rid of the rule because the way that they call it is so inconsistent. Some pitchers what get away with it. If they could, other pitchers don't. Well, what, what could happen? So apparently it gives more power. It'll, it allows you to throw the ball faster, harder, yeah. because yeah. you're getting to launch yourself off of the ground. When you drag your toe, it slows the body down. But if they did that in baseball, I mean, it's the same thing, same, same parts of science, mm-hmm. right? That if you're launching with your back leg and you're supposed to stay connected to the mound, but nobody does. Mm. It, like it's, it's almost impossible for you to pitch at the college and major league level with your toe on the rope. Yeah. Like but almost with soft, with softball, you have to keep your foot on the ground. You have to drag your toe. Some people don't, and they get away with it. Some people don't, and they don't get away and with it. And it also help if you're like one of the taller pitchers because it puts you closer to the hitter. Mm-hmm. So the ball has to travel a shorter distance. And that's the reason they don't want you to <laughs> jump is because you get farther out, you get closer, which allows the ball to go faster, harder to hit because the release point is is later on in the in the action of pitching. So also a question with with the increased power. Does, does steroids jump into play? In softball? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like steroids comes into play in every sport ever. Right. But so as for right now, I don't think you've 
I mean, I could be completely point, wrong. As I, we were I'd talking about up, with Priscilla, I don't think anybody's been. As we were talking about with Priscilla last night, the players are stronger. They're hitting more home runs, mm-hmm. uh, better back control. Um, the, the, well, I think that's just the acceptance of weight training in softball. Well, I think before well, well, it was d- kind of a thing where I don't want to lift because I don't want to get too muscly, and now muscly. with it, yeah, muscly, with the <laughs> with the movement to more body positive and and body positivity and acceptance of of all types of bodies, people are like, oh, like I can lift, but all, whatever, no matter how I look, like I'm good. Whenever muscle mass is the issue, people immediately jump to the supplementing of of, of mm-hmm. that. Because it's there, so I would, I, in my head, just to whatever executives and administrators are in play, and you might want to get ahead of that. I feel like they are. I feel like they're. I feel like they're testing. Are I they? don't know if anybody's been busted. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they aren't testing. Well, Ham and Bean says they're they're in all sports in Russia because they were using the female athletes as 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 prototypes. Yeah. So. If the training that happens in European countries, uh, and then here in America, in different training different po- in different different pockets in America, right? Yeah. That at some point, as the game becomes more athletic, more explosive, more dynamic, that there are going to be athletes who add to their toolbox. Mm-hmm. So, it's there. Like I said, the game is is changing. So let's keep our eyes to it. Uh, who are you picking? So who who goes home homes first? Who goes home first? UCLA or Northwestern? No as, pressure, Rico. As, as much as it pains no me pressure, to, Rico. as much as it pains me to disregard our Big Ten brethren mm. sis, sisters. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're going home. Northwestern is going to be on a plane back to Chicago. Oregon State and Arizona. You think I'm? You think I'm a pick against Jenny Finch's alma mater? They're so talented. No, I can't do that. They're in this. Their coach is in her first year after Arizona's coach, who was their coach since 1986, stepped down last year. She's in her first year. She is the first. This is the first time a woman head coach has gotten to the Women's College World Series in her first season ever. Which is she did it after starting 0 and 8 in conference. 0-8 Oh, and eight in conference. Then they won like eighteen of twenty something. Talk about pressure. Yeah, and then they swept their way through both regionals, in which they obviously didn't host. Dropped out of the top twenty. This is this must have been hard for. Her. They dropped out of the top twenty-five for the first time since twenty fourteen. Imagine being the replacement for Tom Osborne and losing the first game, eight games in conference. As a <laughs> like like Ooh. that that's that's the legendary status that she's following, and then somehow making it to the next year. And then <laughs> oh, never mind. We we we're gonna win our way through. Yeah, sweep swept their way through the Mississippi State Regional. Glorious. And then I don't remember who they faced in the Super Regional. Oh, they faced no, they faced Mississippi State in the Super Regional. They were because they stayed on the road. I, they were talking about the story wherever they were. They stayed on the road for that entire week. They just went to Starkville and just stayed there. So they were in Starkville for a week. Then they played Mississippi State, and then they went to Oklahoma City. Fantastic. They like, were just like, why would we go home? It, we're going to have to stay over here. It's going to be I'm, it's gonna be a crazy weekend. All right, so we'll throw the break. Final segment. We'll talk about baseball. They start 11 o'clock. It's happening. It's happening. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP. 
On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.